From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, July 21st, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. After some severe weather moved through many parts of Ohio last night, there were about 35,000 power outages scattered around the state early this morning. About half of those were in three counties, Cuyahoga and Lake in northeast Ohio and Fayette in the southwestern part of the state. ONN's Emma Henderson in Cleveland has more from that area. Chardon Fire has reported that a tree fell onto power lines and a house there. Then through Mentor on the lake where we saw a road blocked off and some power lines down as well. And then here in Mentor where power lines have fallen on top of a car that is now stuck in the road. Luckily, no one was inside. Also in Mentor, a large branch fell from a tree taking some power lines with it. Emma Henderson in Mentor. The woman accused in the deaths of nearly 160 dogs in Portage and Cuyahoga counties has been indicted. ONN's Lena Lai has the story. 146 counts of felony animal cruelty for every dog found dead in Portage County. Last month, humane officers found the 146 dead and decomposing dogs in cages at the Manaway home of 68-year-old Barbara Weibel, who is the executive director of the animal rescue group Canine Lifeline. Two weeks before that, officers found 36 dogs in her Parma home. 13 of those dogs died. A Cuyahoga grand jury indicted Weibel on 36 counts of felony animal cruelty last month. I'm Lena Lai. In Northwest Ohio, the Humane Society of the United States is now offering a $5,000 reward for information leading to an arrest in an animal cruelty case. Last weekend, a dog was found beaten to death on a bike trail in Fremont. A police report is shedding new light on the case of alleged hazing in the football program at Massillon Washington High School in Stark County. ONN's Laura Queso reports. The report says several players participated in a game where they would pick a person, then rush them, trying to tackle them and then remove an article of clothing. Most of the time, the kids were able to get away with only losing a shoe or nothing at all. But in this particular incident, the report says one player lost his shorts, leaving him naked from the waist down. The incident was filmed by a fellow student on Snapchat. The victim is not pressing charges, and none of the others that police interviewed said they thought the incident was malicious. The football coach has been put on paid leave, though, as that investigation continues. I'm Laura Queso. New developments out of East Palestine more than six months after a toxic train derailment there. Here's ONN's Amanda Fay. People who live there are angry and frustrated after soil testing results from May showed levels of toxic chemicals are up to 900 times higher than soil samples in neighboring towns. Some participated in a long-term health study wearing wristbands to collect data. The independent testing expert is blaming the dust kicked up during the soil remediation for the increase in toxicity levels. Officials burned five tank cars full of vinyl chloride after the Norfolk Southern train derailed. I'm Amanda Fay. Cleveland Mayor Justin Bibb has announced a new crackdown on crime in the city. More from ONN's Neil Fisher. Mayor Bibb states that the Raising Investment in Safety for Everyone, or RISE plan, invest in police and public safety, promotes aggressive enforcement, and increased police visibility, and increases the use of technology to tackle crime. I spoke with Cleveland City Councilman Mike Polensic. About time. About freaking time when these gun-packing thugs are sticking guns in the face of women and children. It's the way to live. I'm Neil Fisher.
A Toledo man made quite a find this week in his quiet neighborhood. ONN's Tatiana Cash explains. Chad Scouten has lived in West Toledo practically his entire life. Glanced down into the sewer grate and something glinted and uh, I saw a ton of bullets. Hundreds of bullets piled into one city storm drain. He doesn't believe the pile could have been there long, but whether it was one week or a couple of days, he says there were too many bullets not to call Toledo police. Uh, They were pretty blown away when they got here and saw how many rounds were actually down there. Tatiana Cash from Toledo. The director of the Ohio Department of Health is urging parents to keep their kids up to date on vaccines as the new school year approaches. ONN's Dave James has more. Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff says required vaccines protect kids from 10 different diseases, and he says failure to comply is risky. We suffered through a measles outbreak here in Ohio late last year. The outbreak affected 85 children, all unvaccinated. About 40% of the children had to be hospitalized. He says a study 25 years ago linking vaccines to autism has been disproven, and he says the study in England making that link was actually retracted 13 years ago. Dave James, I went in news. Ohio's unemployment rate continues to be at a historically low level. According to the Ohio Department of Job and Family Services, the rate for June was 3.4 percent, the lowest since reporting began in 1976. A new report reveals that nearly half of the initial unemployment claims filed in Ohio last week have been flagged for potential fraud. ONN's Yolanda Harris has the story. The data was released by the Ohio Department of Job and Family Services. A spokesperson says they have identified the issue with criminals attempting to fraudulently access the system and they fixed it. The focus now turns to incoming calls from people who have been locked out of their accounts. Brent Grease says he's been trying for weeks to get through on the phone. You know, I don't even know if, if someone else is taking control of the account or whatever because I can't log in. So it's, it, it is a very helpless feeling. According to ODJFS, people who are locked out will need to call to fix the issue. I'm Yolanda Harris. And two Cincinnati football legends will be inducted into the Bengals' ring of honor this season. ONN Steve Vaughn reports. Boomer Esiason quarterbacked the Bengals from 1984 to 1992 and led them to the Super Bowl in 1989. Chad Johnson played from 2001 to 2010. He entertained the fans with a number of end zone dances and celebrations after scoring touchdowns. Cincinnati, the organization, the fans, they embraced me, me, my true, authentic, organic self. They didn't want me to change. They didn't didn't try to conform me to be someone that I wasn't. They allowed me to be myself. The pair will be honored during the Monday night football game against the Rams on September 25th. Steve Vaughn, ONN. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.